welcome to the Unblock Your Business podcast. I'm Abby Rogers, success coach, business coach, and hypnotherapist. And I help high achievers and business leaders to take control of their minds to achieve incredible success, smash those income goals, and above all, create a life of abundance, well-being, and happiness. Join me as we slay imposter syndrome, level up your mindset, and get you feeling like you can achieve anything you want in your life or business. Because, you know, you really can when you get your mind in the right place. Let's dive in and look at how you can show up bigger, better, and more uniquely aligned in life and business today. Hi there. Welcome back to Unblock Your Business, episode 47 today. So after last week's exploration of all things mystical and manifesty, I thought that this week I'd just bring things back to earth with some practical tips around how I stay on track in my business and avoid distractions and shiny objects and just generally getting lost along the way because I know this is a real big problem for a lot of entrepreneurs and uh, especially people who struggle a little bit with focus and attention like me. So I'm not a natural planner and I'm not very good at sticking to one thing at all. In fact, I'm incredibly good at getting distracted thanks to ADHD and I'm so good at having all the ideas and never following through. Now, as you can imagine, this isn't a great recipe for success in business and it's something that has really, really gotten in my way, um, especially at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey and for quite some time afterwards as well. So I would jump from one idea to the next and I would take on far too many projects in one go, uh, leaving me putting in loads of energy but doing things in a very haphazard, half-baked kind of way, cutting my deadlines far too fine and creating a lot of stress and then wondering why these frenzied little launch loops of mine weren't really resulting in sales and lots of clients. And then one day something clicked. I got to the end of this launch period and I realised that this, this this has just got to change. It's not working. Um, I'm exhausted. It, this isn't sustainable. And the, the penny dropped that you don't have to do all the things and you certainly don't have to do them all right now. So I took this big step back and started to get strategic instead. And for somebody who doesn't do structure, this was a massive thing. But it changed everything for me. Because the thing is, when you're trying to achieve five or six different things at once, you just can't keep track and you can't do them justice. And your anxiety will will tell you that you can. Um, Your brain will jump in there and tell you that, yeah, it's perfectly possible and I need to juggle all these things. If I don't juggle all these things, then the world is going to come crashing down around me and I'm not going to get the results I want. Um, And your mind will convince you that you're on top of it all and juggling it beautifully. Or you might actually feel like you're gasping for breath and not really juggling it beautifully, but your mind will convince you that you need to keep going. And it's only when your energy levels crash and you end up burnt out 
um, and exhausted that you can barely find the energy to get up in the mornings, that kind of thing, that you realise that something is not right and this is not um, sustainable. So inevitably, here's what would happen for me. Uh, I would launch into something straight away fueled by excitement and impatience to see my end goal materialize, really excited. And then I would realize that the work involved and how long it would realistically take was huge and I'd really underestimated the thing, Um, by which time I was committed to doing that thing along with the several other things that I had on the go at the time. I guess it was kind of like the the entrepreneurial equivalent of hedging your bets. I was thinking like, if I do all these things, then one of them might pay off. One of them might be the thing. So let's do them all to make sure I've got all bases covered. But actually none of them was paying off because they just weren't getting anywhere near the full attention they needed to really create that success. Um, Yeah, (laughs) so I've really realised that slowing down really helps you to speed up. And many times in the entrepreneurial space, I've heard people talking about done is better than perfect. That's a phrase that really seems to get thrown around a lot. Um, and it it is true if you're a perfectionist and if you're stopping yourself getting something out there that really doesn't need any more polishing. There's a lot of that. A lot of people do fall into that pattern. And I completely agree that in that case, done is better than perfect. Um, Just hearing it from somebody else doesn't necessarily help you overcome that. That's a whole different kettle of fish. We won't go there today. Um, But yeah, very, very true in those circumstances. But for me and many other entrepreneurs who are by default a little bit excitable, maybe ADHD or just in a rush to see results, um, actually we're in the habit of cutting corners because we're in such a hurry to get to that end goal and just putting things out there before we've really slowed down and (laughs) and checked the process and that that sort of state of done isn't going to help us at all so so actually that narrative of done is better than perfect Um, for somebody like me it just encourages me to throw things out there even more so before they're ready and um, that's completely the opposite of what I needed to do. So for me, done wasn't enough because done was done superficially. It was not done to the highest and best standard that that I could do. And we don't need to be um, absolutely perfect in every way, but there is definitely advantage in slowing down and making sure that you've dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's and got all the right bits in place before you go launching something like there's no point just banging up a sales page in in a few minutes that um, doesn't really connect with your ideal client, doesn't really do the job of taking them on that journey that they need to go through to understand the value behind what you're selling and to, to answer all their FAQs and things like that and to just help them um really see that the service is for them so like for me I used to just fling out these sales pages and it'd be like yeah that's done the sale page is is up there now it's ready to go and 
it wouldn't have done the job it needed to do in helping answer questions and helping people really understand uh, what they needed to understand about the products that, that I was putting those sales pages up for. So I hope that makes sense. And actually, it was for me slowing down and forcing myself to think through every step and making sure that it was done properly. That was the total game changer. So quite a different spin on done and perfect for me. Now, I don't know which one you resonate with. Maybe you do over plan and overanalyze things and your brain goes into freeze mode rather than getting things out there. Maybe you're one of those people who no matter how perfect it is, it's never perfect enough. Or maybe like me, you go into flight mode, you get too excited, you rush to the finish line and you don't watch where your feet are going and what's going to trip you up on the way. <laughs> um, it can even be both. It's absolutely possible to be in fight and flight and freeze all at the same time. So you might be a bit of a combination of both. What you need really is the absence of any of the above and that's only possible when you are completely in conscious control or when you've done the work to shift your default panic response and you've rewritten how you respond in these situations. So that's what I did. So what did slowing down look like for me? Well, I decided to make sure that I was only focusing on a maximum of two or three big projects at once to give myself space and to allow me to give them my full time and attention. Uh, I took a long look at my long-term plans and goals and broke that down uh, and broke down where I wanted to be and what I needed to put in place to get me there. And then I prioritised just doing two or three big things for that quarter. So two or three big projects to focus on for the next three months. The things that were really going to shift the needle the most for me and get me making long-term progress rather than just focusing on the short-term wins. And that included doing things like uh, courses and programs that would require my attention. So I factored those in as one of those two or three things. Um, it included things like the launch I've just uh, just done with Lisa Johnson. And wow, I was so glad that I factored that in as a thing for that quarter. Um, and I didn't just go, oh yeah, that'll just be, you know, I'll just fit that in. And I didn't stack up my diary with heaps of other stuff when I needed to focus on that because it was actually far more involved than I'd planned for and I needed a lot more time to really do it justice than I had imagined. But luckily I'd given myself that cushion. I'd factored it in as one of my big things that had to get done so I could afford to take the time on that and that was really worthwhile. And um, the other great thing about doing that and just allowing yourself more time than you think you're going to need for things um, is that then you know, if you find that it doesn't take as much time, then you can take some time out or you can start to bring in other smaller projects and tick little things off the to-do list instead. It's also for me involved things like reviewing my content and remembering what I've written. That's been maybe something I've planned to do in that quarter as one of those big two or three things, um, rather than just churning out more and more new stuff all the time. I've gone, let's 
put that in as a project. Let's review what we've got already. So I can now repurpose some of that content and reshare it and make sure it gets the airtime it deserves and actually make use of what I've already done, which is again, so uh, hard to remember sometimes when we're just lost in the doing all the time. We forget all the stuff we've already done. It's like that thing where you look in your wardrobe and you, you don't notice all the stuff that you've bought. So you go and buy the same thing again <laughs> because it, it's not visible and on display. So I have to say that that has worked so, so well for me. And what I find is that if I work in 90 day cycles, quarterly cycles, then that keeps me on track with those long-term goals really, really well. 90 days is enough time to really get stuck into things and complete them and start seeing the results. So it's really motivating. Um, any longer than 90 days and I do tend to start to lose focus. So I need to check in with my long-term plan. Otherwise I get distracted and I wander off and start following shiny objects um, and things that don't really serve me again. And if I make that period any shorter, if I don't give it a full 90 days or so, it's just not enough time. Like 12 weeks really isn't that long in the grand scheme of things. It's quite quite a short amount of time and if uh, if I cut that down to like doing things in a month then there's just not time you know you have to factor in that sometimes a bit of life happens sometimes the unexpected happens it's good to again give yourself that cushion so I love to have a big uh, session now every quarter where I check in with what I've achieved and what's been effective and review what I want to achieve going forward and what the next pieces of that puzzle are that are going to help me do that. And I think that's so effective because confusion and overwhelm and that feeling of having to do all the things, uh, that that comes from allowing them to build up in our mind in the first place. When we do that, it seems like a much bigger thing than it actually is. We keep this mental checklist as we go along of all the jobs that we need to do. Um, and you probably find yourself checking in with that mental checklist pretty regularly. And that mental checklist starts to feel like it's getting longer and longer, even if you're only remembering the same things over and over. Your brain's going, another thing added to the list. And it can start to get very jumbled and confused in our subconscious brain because it doesn't do prioritizing and it doesn't do planning. It just sees everything on that to-do list as incredibly urgent and equally important. So until you sit down and check in with what actually needs doing, your brain's got no way of filtering all that information and helping you to prioritize it. So sitting down and jumbling it all and checking in with what really is important right now is massive it makes such a difference um otherwise it's just sitting there on your shoulders as though it needs to be done in this very moment and that triggers that fight or flight response that i mentioned earlier and sends you into panic mode and you you might panic in your uh perfectionist way or you might panic in your just chucking stuff out there and, and not really taking time to do things properly way whatever it, it is for you so planning really really does help reduce that anxiety in the equation and it soothes your subconscious and it helps you to see what really matters right now. So I would love to know how you plan in your business, whether you found something that works or maybe if you haven't done so far, but this episode has inspired you to maybe give it a go. I would absolutely love to know if it has. That would be so, so great. So do get in touch. 
And if you'd like to learn exactly how I go about breaking down those goals and creating my plan for the next three months, then I'm going to be sharing that exact process with my email community very, very soon. I'm really excited to get this out there. Um, It's going to be completely free of charge. I will let you know all the details. So if you want to have that, if you want to be able to access my goal setting and planning process, then join us and you can learn all about that and you can get access to tons more helpful info and advice from me too on all things mindset and business. So just uh, take a look at the link in the show notes and join us on the A-list and you can get all that wonderful information absolutely free of charge. Can't wait to see you there. If you want to check out uh, the show notes and blog post for this episode, you can find that on www.unblockyourbusiness.com and in the top bar, just click blog and you'll be taken straight through to um, my blog, which contains all the podcast episodes in there and just click the uh, the episode for this one and you'll be able to get straight through to those show notes and access all the links or just have a look at the text in your podcast platform and the links hopefully will be clickable from there too. So can't wait to see you there. And of course, if I can help with anything else, then just reach out anytime. I hope that's been helpful this week. Really great one to share and I will be back next week. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, it would be incredible if you could pop a review on iTunes, Google or your favourite podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe for more incredible mindset and strategic updates every single week. And I would love you to head over to www.unblockyourbusiness.com where you can pick up free resources for imposter syndrome, money mindset and so much more and join my incredible email community, The A-List. See you there.